0: It's
1: the Album Concept Hour. It's the, the Album Concept, concept Hour. hour. it's the album concept hour my name is Brad LeBaron and uh, you just heard a little snippet of uh, what you're were, we're about to break down uh, today killer Sam's town but uh, before we get to uh, the clips and talking about that uh, I'm gonna introduce uh, a few people here uh, first I'll, I'll introduce a uh, uh, virtual Jake what's going on Jake welcome.
2: hey hey thanks hey, yeah
1: welcome welcome to the podcast welcome back Thanks for being here. Yeah, good hope everybody had a
2: Always had nice a good <laughs> good week. But I guess the people listening could be listening to this back to back, so or in the future,
1: or, or, uh, or yeah, right in, in in the past, in some right. kind of weird time travel. Uh, uh, well, hopefully,
2: the time that you've had recently and mm-hmm. and
1: in the future is good. Yeah, yeah, you could be you could be Deltron Zero in the year thirty thirty. You never <laughs> you know um but uh today uh we also have uh our our you know our our co-host with the mohost we have as we've always known uh, virtual uh wait a minute hold on oh hey wait hey what's going on are you are you right next to me oh john yes, oh yes, my god it's it's no longer virtual not, john I am not he's right here in the studio VGA. right next to me
3: i Guys, am your real dj it's it's an exciting
1: god. time john john has been vaccinated and uh, he is he Just is back in the studio, too. and uh, yeah, yeah, we're 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 breaking hey, it down, okie like, finally in in the studio. Ah, uh, uh, so oh, it's great
3: to be back, Brad. Great Woo! to
1: have you back. Uh, sorry, we Jake. Can, we can, all, uh, yeah. Sorry, Jake. I didn't but, mean, to, I
3: didn't mean to scream into the.
1: Well, you know, I mean, he's got a nice like mic arm, and he's got that that nice you know uh, setup over there. So yeah. I think he's he's mostly okay, but. All right. Yeah, we got a, we got a camera over there for John so that uh so that the the viewers in the future can uh can check it out. Um, but uh yeah, that's available by the way, if you go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash State if you want to see our beautiful mugs. And uh yeah, we're uh we're gonna get right to it. It's The Killer's Sam's Town, which is one of my favorite albums. Uh so I'm probably gonna be nerding out a bit uh, in oh, this. Oh, he's gonna episode. be nerding out a lot a bit um but uh what about you guys what's your guys's uh familiarity with this uh album in particular do you guys had you guys heard this uh before uh we picked it for the podcast
3: uh, i don't think i've really heard much of like the like i don't think i've heard the whole album i know in listening i have heard like a lot yeah yeah you know so like i've heard a lot of these songs i like a lot of these songs Mm-hmm. you know they they really take me back to like you know high school yeah yeah stuff yeah mid 2000s you know uh, it's, yeah it's very yeah. good you know there's,
1: there's a lot of hits on here um you know like this this and the, the last album hot fuss probably had the the most hits out of their discography if i were to guess um what about you uh jake do you uh you know much about the killers or uh
2: um the first thing that came to mind was Saturday Night Live.
1: Um, oh, you saw them it, perform that?
2: For whatever or... reason, yeah. I don't know if I just didn't have any life in in high school and um I was like watching Saturday Night Live every week or what. Yeah. Um uh and I looked back on um uh, and in the history of The Killers, they've been on Saturday Night Live 3 times. Okay, and 2 okay. and and 1 was featuring this album and and the couple songs off of this album so um i guess it makes sense
1: they were i probably watched that yeah i know i had I, I had a vhs in which i would um on the late night shows if i knew someone i liked was coming on i would get it ready and like record music performances a thing
2: that we used to do
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um and it was <laughs> Uh, I, I wish I still had that VHS somewhere, but it probably wouldn't work anyway. Yeah. Um, those
2: things, those things did wear out, but, um,
1: yeah, they, they wear out kind of fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you rewatch, uh, certain like, parts of yeah. uh-huh. certain movies. <laughs> yeah. 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 As, as people over 30 know, 30, 40. 30. I don't I don't know what they're Well, I'm
2: it. just about to be 30. So, yeah. I, yeah. There's well, a range where in there where it get it does get a little fuzzy.
1: Yeah, I guess when did when did people like what age do you not know what VHSs are? You know, what age
3: is that? Um <laughs> kids that were born in 2000 for 10 uh, for yeah. 500, Alex. Yeah, I bet I, my own...
2: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, maybe, maybe maybe anyway, a little bit before is, that. But, but, we're,
1: but we're taking you to a time that was, uh, uh, as when the VHS was on the way out. This is 2006. So, uh,
2: when, so when, when they'd featured DVD, the, when, time. when they, when they featured The Killers, mm-hmm. uh, the, the two shows, there's two in particular that are like quintessential early 2000s pop, uh, I don't even want to say pop stars, but like, um, Hollywood people, Topher Grace, okay, oh, okay, yeah. and then Dane Cook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, that really dates it.
2: You know, you're like, yeah. well, what oh, have those boy. two done lately at all? Uh, and then they were on a third Dane time Cook
3: in particular,
2: right? Uh, 2008. Uh yeah, they were yeah. on with with Annie Hathaway. Apparently, my fiance Kayla said she likes to be called Annie Hathaway, and uh, they oh. were on with her. So at least she's uh still relevant
1: yeah and, yeah uh, yeah well, i think so. he he uh he more does like uh uh he will re-edit things like he he did like a famous well infamous edit of the prequels the star wars prequels um that's like the length of one movie but it uses like clips from all three movies so who did I... To for grace
2: Really? Oh my god. Yeah, that's... yeah,
1: he's 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 like uh, apparently in that, you know, those circles like he's done that for several things but like they don't see the light of day. It's just for like, you know, people like a uh, one random live showing for mostly him and his friends essentially. You know what I mean? So, wow. I don't it, it it eats me away that it exists, you know? That he has created it and it exists and I haven't seen it, you know? Um, but yeah, apparently he's just, he must just be a a fan of editing and and that kind of thing. So I think he might just be behind the camera now. Um, I don't know any of his other projects besides, you know, re-editing fan stuff, but um, yeah, this is a time when Topher Grace was, uh, was, was like, like about to hit his stride. I think Spider-Man three maybe was around this time. So like he was playing Venom but you know, as we all know now, no one oh, was no one God. really liked He's that. A horrible venom. It was just a bad casting. I don't blame him. It's just it you was know, bad that, you, casting. You know,
3: you know what? <laughs> the, the worst part of that movie is still <sighs> Tobey Maguire walking down like John Travolta. Worst part horrible, of the movie or best horrible, part of the movie? Horrible drama? hairdo.
1: I think I think that it depends Worf, on your perspective. I movie. think it is one of the greatest moments in the MCU personally.
3: <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Just I think God that when, that
2: moment along with others in that movie uh, really made the MCU eventually like got they're like yeah, yeah
1: no more yeah so Spider Man yeah, 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 right. yeah Spider
3: Man like uh, you know Spider Man the... fueled Iron yeah, Man yeah yeah I'll yeah. Give yeah. You that
1: exactly but um yeah not a gr- not a great film um but uh this is for me this is a time when uh, i am uh just getting into uh my final year of high school this is this, oh, is, so this is like 2006 right? 2006 yes oh my god so, i was in my first year of high school so this is oh. um so- i was a you know big fan of the killers uh first album well not i wasn't like I wasn't like really crazy about the first album but I listened to it a lot and I enjoyed it That's and what pop me and some hits. friends enjoyed it. Um, then uh, the what... music video for when you we when you were young came out like a month before the album uh, dropped. And we just like lost our minds because it was just so different and so like uh so much more mature than the album before uh, before it. Um, and it was not what we expected from them. It was like, you know, completely different direction than anyone was anticipating that was fans. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a song that like we literally, my friend got this album and then we sat in his car and listened to the album start to finish on his stereo, just sitting on the side of the road. Mm. It was like one of those just, perfect album experiences for me. So, um, yeah, I'm a Which big fan a of this of, album. Go a lot on. of
2: people our age don't have that type of experience with an album where you go out to the store. There I think that's aged out too, to an extent. And even like, I don't remember going, I remember picking up certain like greatest hits, but not like I'm going to sit here and do that. I don't off well, off the top of my head. That's, that's pretty awesome.
1: I think it's like a I think it's kind of a youth thing. It's like a, you know, we need to get out of the house, uh we need to get away from our parents kind of thing. And so you'd end up doing stuff like, you know, sitting Restless in a car in a small town or syndrome. going to the 24-hour Walmart or something, you know what I mean? So, um I'm sure there's people that still do it, but definitely they don't go out and buy a disc, you know, that's not part of the the journey necessarily. Like, hey, this just dropped on SoundCloud. Check this out. And we're h- they're huddled around a phone or something. <laughs> you know, wow, it's just different. Single culture. Uh but uh yeah, no, this so this one takes me way back. Um this is uh in a way, this album is like the first one the first official time that I broke down a uh, song, uh uh like just, you know, uh uh, uh Lyric by lyric, it was a project uh for for AP English class with Mr. Forrest Davis, which I want to give a shout out. One of my best teachers, AP English, uh, a really badass feminist person that you know uh, did city council and was just you know all sorts of cool stuff. And um, yeah, she uh inspired me a lot back then, and uh, I did a project about. You know just the one song but for me it was like you know it was one of the first times i was like oh man i really want to understand everything about this album it
3: was about the whole thing
1: yeah and 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 that you know obviously that's what we do here every week is we break down an album that we really like or well not necessarily that we know but nope, that's sometimes exactly what we do, sometimes we get to break down albums we really really love that's the point. And um yeah. So um yeah, I just I just uh, uh let's get into the first track uh but I just wanted to uh gush over this for a, for a quick second. Um oh, I guess the, we should probably mention what the concept kind of is here before we like it's like uh, it's like a family uh, uh kind of concept. It's not really a, a straight like story start to finish, but all of this stuff is very personal to brandon flowers there's songs about his dad uncle grandpa uh uh siblings family of all sorts like it's a it's a yeah uh we'll we'll get into the those specifics as we as we move along but um yeah there there is a kind of a loose concept but um there are definitely big things going on in brandon flowers's brain so uh this first track is the titular track. They're starting out with the titular track this time, guys. Getting it out of the way. So here is Sam's Town.
0: Sam's Oh,
1: God starts so strong like that
3: yeah yeah
1: um great production in this album i i just I, I really enjoy um you guys have to check me if i'm being too uncritical <laughs> about this guys by the way uh, no i think cause i don't think know it's if good. i will say anything yeah, negative really in the good, next though. hour and a half um
2: <laughs> i would say that um i have never like like this looking at all of the crate like the the I don't know not the stats but like yeah um where it was recorded um w- the label like the producer the people on this as um additional musicians like that is all uh foreign territory for me uh yeah. as yeah. like sources and I think that's like so it's 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 new but it's it's really cool um Out of Las Vegas, which is, like, so cool, too, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, if you know anything about their background, you know, like, he, you know, they are very proudly from Las Vegas, like, a lot of their music videos, uh, take place either, either they are in Vegas, or they have kind of a Vegas flair to them, um, so, yeah, he, um, he was born in, born near Vegas, like, on the outskirts, and then moved with his family when he was young to, uh, uh, Utah. Uh, what was it? Payson, Utah. And then, um, he moved back to Vegas with his aunt. So he kind of went back and forth between Vegas and, uh, Utah.
2: And you're talking about Brandon flowers, right? Brandon
1: flowers. Yes. Um, a lot of the narrative uh, stuff for the band is from the perspective of Brandon flowers. Um, is that how U two is? Is U two Albano's perspective?
2: Mm prob-
3: probably. I think Imagine it's, the Edge gets yeah. the edge wise yeah. every once in a while. You know? Of course, of course. But
2: that, I, that but, has a sneak. But in definitely sometimes. as the <laughs> like um uh, the centerpiece yes. yeah. like Robert, yeah. Yeah. Robert's Robert's was yeah. for the
1: band. Um yeah, yeah, there's some bands like that where like it is like I mean The people that are like playing the instruments are really more focused on that, and then the lead singer is like in charge of basically the what the what the music is about, uh, if you will, you know, arranging Um, things the right way, and yeah, and this was definitely in a time like I mean he's coming up around like a lot of emo uh, people, a lot of. Like, My Comic Romance and, like, you know, Reliant K is one that I really enjoyed back in the day. Like, you know, there's different... Well, they're not emo necessarily, but, you know, there was a lot of uh, really flashy self... uh, um, Not self-aggrandizing, but introspective stuff uh, coming out. So, um, it definitely fit in in that way with everything else, but I think this really stands the test of time a lot better than some of the music that it came out with you know what i mean yeah um like i don't i don't listen to this and like feel like shame at all like i don't think like oh it's isn't it funny that i enjoyed this when i was younger um i i oh, should i keep going back <laughs> to this one yeah
3: i i have i have no shame for what what helped shape me so well, my I mean, mature listening. That's that's why I respect the like Yeah. Or like still listen to Millennium every once in a while type stuff, you know. Like, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's what that's what helps shape.
1: But there are know? there are things where I like I listen to it and I'm like, like, well, I understand why people don't like this. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But this one I'll be like, no, no, we need I to talk about like this. Like sometimes. I will make I will I will argue for it. <laughs> um
2: Definitely this like set so, there's a sound to it that sounds like the aughts. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's a good, it's, it's, it's like, you're, it's a, po- again, it's a positive thing about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they pull it off really well. Um, I think that Panic at the Disco is also from Vegas, I believe. And, um, you know, they, I think, you know, they have some good stuff, but they ended up kind of falling oh, by the sick. wayside a little bit uh, and not. Like I said, standing the test of time like the killers do, um, but I will say after this album, and after sawdust, I guess, I kind of fell out with these guys because the uh, the day and age one I just couldn't get into uh, uh, and uh but. They have come back to kind of their you know original kind of the Sam, yeah. Sam's Town kind of vibe I, I, in the last I would several agree albums, with that. and like I some, really some of their really last, their new stuff.
3: Some of their last radio hits have been pretty reminiscent of that too. That's
1: yeah, yeah,
3: and why I like them a little bit. Honestly,
1: they might even have been doing it longer, but like I really like when he did his like kind of solo stuff, and then like um, I mean he kind of had this like just ego persona for a bit, you know, and I don't I don't like it when people like really get up in their own ego about stuff but um he's better um and uh yeah his is uh the the sam's town they're referring to is uh you know supposed to you know refer to the uh the sam's town hotel and gambling hall which was in uh las vegas their hometown and um it was visible to the band member Mark Stormer through his window when he was younger. So, it's a real, real place. Apparently
2: called Samstown. Samstown, yeah. or at least it was. Maybe not anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? I mean, mean you could check that, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's Vegas, baby. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen in Vegas.
2: Everything's been
1: torn down. Yeah, most of it, anyways. You never know what's happening there because, like, it stays there, and you're not allowed to bring it out. You know. Who knows? Um, but yeah, uh, the uh, what's uh, what's uh, going on in this this uh, track here? <laughs>
2: Sam's Town is still a hotel and gambling hall. Forty four dollars a night
1: via oh, TripAdvisor. So forty four dollars a night. Dang, that's $44. not bad. That's, that's super actually. Affordable.
3: I want to go to Vegas,
1: man. I mean, plane trips are cheap right now. I mean, cheaper's mercy. I'm go to Sam's Town. Um, but um,
2: the, it's an old west theme. Um, yeah, yeah. There's, gosh,
1: so yeah, many that games. makes sense. That makes sense.
2: That makes sense. It's pretty. Uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
3: So overall, this was a pretty good beginning to the album, as you said, Brad. Yeah. It is yeah, a nice, yeah. strong.
1: Well, this is, this got the first reference to uh, a family member. Uh, he says, "I still remember Grandma Dixie's wake. I never really known anybody to die before." I really liked that line when I was young too, by the way. Like, cause I was kind of I was at the point in life where I didn't really know too many people that had died yet. So I was like, oh man, that is uh that's that's, that's relevant to young Brad. Um and uh he he does get into a lot of uh Americana type of stuff in his music. So uh running through my veins, an American Masquerade. Um and this is something that he talks about I think throughout this album um you know just because he he wants to represent his family who is kind of very americana very uh they're not i was okay i should just say it he he's he's uh he's from uh mormonism he's a mormon guy he's from a mormon family um and uh i think that you know i always knew it that from like high school, I was like fascinated by that because uh my my ancestors uh uh kind of took part in helping create the mormon stuff um so I was always oddly fascinated by it but um so I kind of always looked at it through that lens and um I think that like some of the big questions he's asking, I think he is asking in like a spiritual sense, you know um like I like this line here and I'm sick of all my judges they're so scared of letting me shine um but I know that I can make it as long as somebody takes me home. Like um like using like the terminology like that I'm sick of all my judges so scared of letting me shine, you know. Um uh and, and there's other stuff I'll point out as we go along, but um that's something that I look out for in here. Um yeah, you guys want to get into the second track, though? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have uh we have a bunch of other tracks here. We got, oh, Interlude. Here we go. This one's fun. It seems like heaven ain't
0: far away. It's good to have you with us, even if it's just for the day.
1: Have either of you guys been to uh, Vegas? I
2: was in no, the airport and gambled in the airport.
3: Trevor has. been. Oh, okay, okay.
1: I went to uh, I went to Vegas uh, about a year and a half ago uh, with my uh, my sister and uh, brother in law, hey. and um, yeah, it, that, like now that I've been I, I, I now that I've been to Vegas, like I totally get Brandon Flowers' this whole deal. Cause like mm. Vegas is a crazy place.
3: Hey, can I can I tell you a crazy story, a crazy Vegas story that has nothing to do with me? Wait, take a short wait, time? but
1: how do you know about this story?
3: Because it involves literally two but of I my that, best
1: friends in the world. But I thought that this. But what I thought that would happen in Vegas stayed in Vegas.
3: But this how is, is on the way out. Because this is on the way out of Vegas. This didn't happen in Vegas. Oh, okay. On a plane back so, home okay. to Wisconsin. it was outside of the
1: sphere of Vegas. Just so for listeners, pl- are yes, for for understand. listeners
3: who understand, yeah, yeah. this did not happen in Vegas. Okay, interesting. But it's a story about Vegas that I can tell in this podcast. Okay, okay. So on the way home from Vegas to yeah. Madison, Wisconsin. Okay, Trevor, who's been on this podcast, and yep, my and, and my best friend, who I was like uh, best man in for the wedding, my friend yeah. Chad. Yeah, Chad went there for a vet. Um, uh, like conference. Okay, and Trevor oh, went there for pleasure. No, no, no. He's a veterinarian. He's a veterinarian. Oh, <laughs> a veterinarian. Yeah, yeah. See. So, oh, okay, okay. You, you see, for, like, I was thinking.
1: Conference. I was thinking veterans. No, no, no. Literally <laughs> yeah. a veterinarian. I like, think most people oh, were an thinking, vet. thinking an animal event. animal event.
3: <laughs> ha ha. Everybody thinks differently. I'm glad we clarified this. Okay, a veteran's So he conference. was there for a veterinarians veterinarian's conference. conference. Yes. Continue. And Chad or Trevor was there for pleasure. And they were on for the pleasure. way back. And they <laughs> neither neither one you know. No, what no, no, in no Vegas You don't States have to explain. Continue. But you know, um and like they somehow they went there for completely different reasons without knowing like either one, and they somehow wound up on the same plane ride back home. Huh. And they like saw each other because Trevor was like going to the bathroom, and Chad was like, "Trevor, <laughs>
1: huh? Huh?
3: Mm.
1: Wow, wow! They didn't come together.
3: No, no, they they talked. <laughs> they talked on the plane. That's No, no, how... no. But
1: they, they didn't. They didn't come to no. Vegas together. No. Wow. Okay. No,
3: they went there for completely separate reasons.
1: Wow. Yeah. That. And they, be, they only be... know
3: each other. Bec- they only know each other because of me.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it It is a really weird thing When you go on vacation And you you find other people that you, you know And you're like oh hey yeah. Didn't know that you were coming down here That's happened that's a, that's countless weird, times to me it's a yeah. weird twist of What fate? are the
1: odds of that? What
3: are the odds of
2: that? Uh, Vegas is one of those towns I feel that yeah. it's like Really cool to visit yeah But why would you want to live there?
1: And Why he lives there, live and there. and the killers live there. You yeah, know? and I think um, that
2: like that's a whole. It's like the Wisconsin Dells. Yeah,
1: I, mean, to I, I guess. <laughs> I Smaller, yeah, I see but, I, I think I know what you're saying there, but yeah, the the Vegas is like the Dells. If there was just well, just the, adu- the the kids, it's alleys the, and it's, it's the kids' debauchery it's, and open. It's
2: the ki- it's the kids Vegas. It's yeah. That's, yeah. But still that's like, yeah. I don't know. My fiance and I were talking about like, we're like, uh, I mean like we were thinking about buying a house It's and family
3: devout. Dells. But like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: But I like guess we were comparing it to Vegas. It was just funny.
1: I mean, so. I, yeah, it is. They are both like basically cities that are carnivals Tourists are happening constantly.
2: 100% of the time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, and uh, I think that it's kind of like being, um, like growing up and, uh, uh, you know, like cutting your teeth in New York as far as an entertainer, because um, they say, like, if you make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. Rob Hayes said that on the Pick Apart of the Passion podcast. Um, and So did um, Frank Sinatra. And a lot of people. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that um, Brandon Flowers, uh, there's a quote here on, uh, on the wiki, for Brandon Flowers, um he says really being a uh member in las vegas prepared me for the lion's den it's a sin city uh the things that go on the lights it's the ultimate rock and roll stage without las vegas i would be a wreck you know i think he thrives on it
3: well you know know? i kind of understand that because you know uh a friend of mine always says um like like right or wrong whatever you want to call it but he always says vegas is where your career goes to die You know, that's where like you get your last spurt of big, you know, you get a show. You know, you I was about to say like (laughs) like that. But so like you can learn a lot from those people, though. You know, if you're working for them, or you do an opening for them, or you just know them because you're on the Vegas i you think a lot. <laughs> i was about
1: to say i think that if you're if you're just a creative type like if you're still doing creative stuff at 60 years old that's a win
3: that's a win i you know? i oh i always call it a win
1: yeah yeah yeah. your
3: career may be going there to die but hey you're still doing it
1: <laughs> yeah no i mean uh, you know uh, on the slipknot episode we were talking about like this the one of the guys uh, i can't remember i think it was the clown um but um, he said uh, what he wanted to do uh, with Slipknot was take over the world, and then maybe they can play Vegas. It was <laughs> after take over the world that he listed <laughs> that. So Vegas is like it's a, even for Slipknot that, that was the highest, you know, attainment with that the clown. A goal. Yes, that's yeah. that's what the clown wanted more than anything. I'm sure it's not actually the clown. I don't know the Slipknot names. It forgot him the second that we got out of that episode. But, but anyways um so this track is yes solid, this is i was gonna say this is very vegas this, this, this is, track
3: this is a solid entry like entryway into sam's town this is like you know, where you're, you're getting I think, now you're gonna start going through the shades you know
1: well i think this is like the kind of thing that you'd hear like on the way into like walking through a uh uh you like know a disney movie well walking through a casino hotel you know because mm-hmm. you know on the strip or something like, I could see this just being a little jingle that you're hearing in the background, you know? I
2: swear I have heard that, um, the little...
3: It's a familiar drinking drink drink
1: drink
3: drink tune from before. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, the the, the,
1: the last track is a... Uh, they revisit this and make a longer uh, song out of it, and um, it is... A lot more, like you're saying, like kind of like a bar song. Um, But yeah, this next track, though, is is, uh, yes, this is the one that uh, this came out a month before the album dropped. And uh, me and my friends are just friggin' losing our brains listening to this over and over again. And uh, it's called When You Were Young. So ironically, (laughs) ironically, you know, this is now about me in the past <laughs> when you were young From your yeah <laughs>
0: old ways you play forgiveness watching now here he comes he doesn't look a thing like jesus but he talks like a gentleman like you imagine when you were young
2: mm. is that song on rock band or Yes. yes it's on yeah, one of it's on one yeah. of those it's on one of those yeah. games yeah i don't yeah. know which one rock band two okay i don't think it's on guitar hero because i didn't well, like, play
1: that as much but
2: it's got like it's got
1: like different things so many different things going on you yeah. know it's it's got like several rhythms happening like it's well, it's um, a good
2: one to for the for to be on the in that game
1: yeah definitely <laughs> Not Definitely, that
2: there's a bad one but
1: Well, this is like, there's like, because there's so much going on it, there's so many extra (laughs) difficulty levels you can add to it as far as the programming goes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's got a really, really great, uh, music video. Um, this is that the music video was one of the things that really shocked me because it was like, it was so, it, it was so gritty. It was like in the desert, kind of like, uh, 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 you know, I think some of the shots were even filmed with like older cameras or camera filters um all their music videos are like really fantastic like they're really very cinematic um but yeah, it wasn't really about the band members it would like it was't it was it had like a whole story arc with two main characters in a uh i believe central american town uh i don't I don't think they're very specific in the video um but um. Yeah, it's uh, what I like about The Killers and Brandon Flowers in general and his writing is he 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 puts stuff in the perspective of women uh a lot. Like like almost I think equal to in uh, songs in the perspective of like uh, a boy or a man. Um so he he tends to I mean yeah, it's something that like the music videos, like a lot of them have like female protagonists in the video and um yeah, he was one of the the only artists I knew of like male artists I knew of that was like so uh fair about that in his writing. But is that something you guys noticed at all? Or is it not in particular, yeah, but yeah.
3: hey <laughs> <He've> I think <laughs> on <I>, your research <laughs>
2: Yeah I think I um, I don't know if I noticed that but I Like I understood that that was Something that he yeah. did And I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. glad
3: he
1: did it awesome. Yeah cause um, Like in this video in particular There's the uh, you know Young woman that uh, You know throughout the video you get it like Kind of memento style The timeline of events um, But uh, uh, You know she finds out that, you know, the husband that she, you know, made recently, uh, she came home and he was cheating on her with this uh, uh, ex-waitress, I believe. Um, and then, um, yeah, and then the song is kind of about, like, you know, just the the kind of, like, hard t- things that you have to learn, um, you know, growing up, uh, the innocence of childhood, um, and you know, learning that some people are going to disappoint you, that kind of thing, you know? So, um, but he's saying it, you know, very, you know, kind of, you know, a little cryptic ways, I think. Um, like, uh, oh yeah. Um, you sit there in your heartache waiting on some beautiful boy to save you from your old ways. You play forgiveness, watch it now, here he comes he doesn't look a thing like Jesus, but he talks like a gentleman like you imagined when you were young. So, um, I think it's all it's kind of, you know, suggesting that, you know, there's that kind of I think like prince charming idea that she had for
3: real Christian for a guy, yeah, small town Christian raised.
1: Yeah, cuz she's in a church in the in the um, you know, music video, um mm-hmm. so she, you know, shows that she is uh practicing Um, and, uh, yeah, because of, I think his, his, you know, kind of Mormon background, there is a lot of, you know, random, uh, Christian things thrown into his, uh, songs. Um, but I think it's interesting the way he says this. He doesn't look a thing like Jesus. Like, like, is, you know, is that supposed to mean like, he's not like a, a good man? Is that what he's, he's trying to say? Or like... I you never know, really
3: understood that line myself.
1: Yeah. The typical, the typical, like,
2: uh, stereotype that you are, you know, supposed to, um, try to attain. I don't know.
1: Yeah. 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 The, like, cause I mean, you know, if, if, especially if you are, you know, uh, religious, maybe that is the best, you know, thing to attain as a partner, you know, like, Oh, I want to, marry someone. I want somebody that is just as confident
2: in my faith as I am, or, uh, you know, maybe an an equal, like, yeah. Um, you know, all these things that you look for in a partner and, um, they might not have those qualities, but they are, they are, you know, the one you're supposed to be with, even though you didn't think you were supposed to look for them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, the music video ends like I mean, music video ends with them like kind of in an embrace after she's run away and she's crying, and then the guy comes and embraces her. So I mean, it's kind of ambiguous uh, where that relationship goes, but um, I think it's meant to to show that like you know there is possible redemption even if relationships are. You know, complicated by even infidelity. Sometimes people get over infidelity, um, and continue, and you know, are married for. Hey, man, relationships you know, have to
3: be on a person by person basis. Yeah,
1: how whatever, however, I mean, has to work for you. You know, that's yeah. how it has to work. You know. Um. So yeah, I think it's a very. Um. I think he's kind of. Uh. uh it's something that he thinks about a lot, being from uh, a faith background. Um, You know, you you think about those those, uh, you know,
2: the perfect Christian, yeah, boy, or the perfect oh, no, Christian like you, girl. Yeah, yeah Christian they, they bring that up in the first line. You yeah.
3: sit there and your own, you're like your heartache. You're waiting yeah, yeah, on yeah. some beautiful boy uh-huh. to come and save you. You know, like yeah, yeah, you're waiting on Jesus to come save you. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. that's. Yeah, it's kind of way saying not Jesus, obviously, but you're waiting on some good Christian boy to come scoop you up and marry you, or whatever, whatever your ideal is for that, you know. Well,
1: I mean, I mean, not to you know bring it again back to Mormonism, which I'm going to continuously probably do, but um, you know, typically, you know, that is a big focus. You know, marriage is a big focus. Um, who you are going to be married to. Uh, you, get, um, you don't.
2: There's not the, a whole lot of dating. There's yeah. This person that you.
1: Like. It's kind of chosen for you, right? You know, lot, I'll tell you. Cases. In the
3: grand scheme of things, that does that does take a lot of middle work out. <laughs>
1: yeah, but it. But it it's takes, a horrible it, way yeah, of I was doing saying, it. No, yeah, I agree, it takes out I agree. the agency of one party. Yes, you know?
3: yes, it does.
1: Um. So yeah, I mean, you yes, know, not it's to not, not to, right uh, to you do know, it. no, it's absolutely yeah. not right to do it. But, um, if that's, you know, if that's the way your culture works, whatever, exactly. but I mean then like, you, you know, do just don't, you gotta... yeah, no. yeah, but yes. if it gets exploitative, that's no good. Yes. But, um, yeah, I, I think that he's probably in more of a, more of a chill Mormon experience. Uh, my family, uh, did some pretty messed up stuff in the, the Mormon church. Uh, they're not a great example of, of good Mormon people. Um, look up, uh. Look up the uh, what was his name? Edgar LeBaron? uh something. I don't know. There, there was a, there was there was a cult at some point. Uh, they 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 weren't they weren't great. Uh, so I know that there is a is a bad part of Mormonism, but um, I don't think Brandon Flowers is from that. Um, anyway, we've talked long enough about that. Let's get to Bling. Uh, this is track four, and uh, yeah, it's about, uh, about his dad, I guess.
3: Finger slipped. I forgot we got that clip with the hook <laughs> with the
1: bottom with the, hook, with the
3: hook.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's got kind of a galloping kind of jaunt to it, you know? Yes.
3: No,
1: Feels like you could be in the in the in the desert. Um what do you guys think of this track?
3: Uh, I I I I uh I thought it was pretty good. I like the I like that yeah, clip yeah. that you
1: picked too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um I gotta say, so this is the one that I would uh I would use to I used to skip. This is like the one track I used to skip on the album. Mm. I like the thing is like I don't know what it is about this track that hits me the wrong way, but it is definitely a song where I think it's the intro, maybe. Like I don't know, it's like Going from when we when you were young to this song was always very jarring.
3: It's 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 a letdown. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's
1: like there should have been like another like slow song <laughs> or something in between, you know. This is it was like I don't know, but I don't think any you know I don't think most people agree with that. But like it's definitely one where I, when I was younger I was like eh, I don't know I don't I don't really care about this one. Um, but uh, yeah, it like. This is a very important song to Brandon Flowers though since it's about his uh his dad. Um and uh it's kind of like uh he he's uh talking I'm not going to use the, I'm going to use a quote from um Genius for this one. Well, it's a quote from Brandon Flowers that's on Genius. But um there's a uh track by track guide for the album apparently. And um yeah, he said about the song Um, this was kicking around for a long time. And then at the last minute, we added some acoustic guitars and it really made it feel like the desert, which all ties right into the album. It's like talking heads and Johnny Cash. I guess it's like a medal for my father. It's glorifying the person who does a great job raising his kids, just going to work every day. Uh, A lot of people in bands write about working stiffs. I wanted to make something that was the opposite because that's what my family is and I'm proud of it. My dad is 64 years old. He raised six kids, and he now and now he's got twenty grandkids, and I guess that's what the ending of the song is about. Um when you see him playing with his grandkids, he's a happy man. So um yeah, he wanted to he wanted to yeah, like give I think, you know, through this album, I think he want to uh immortalize his family um in his own way. Um but yeah, let's uh what what lyric is he talking about there at the end? Uh when it shines like gold, you'll remember me. Okay, okay. That makes sense. When it shines like gold, like he's talking about like seeing his grandkids, you'll remember me. But um Yeah <laughs>
3: <You> recognize it. <laughs> yeah. See it then. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, it's
3: uh, a pretty average track,
1: yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, I, he's I kind get, of vague with his lyrics, yeah. Um,
3: I get what you're saying, it is yeah. kind of a letdown from from the track before, yeah. you know. It's, you're supposed to kind of gain some momentum before you get the letdown, you know. But
1: yeah, man, I don't know, it's just, it's I don't know, like maybe it just maybe? could have switched a switch with another one, I don't know, that's just my thing,
3: I don't know.
1: Well, um. But yeah, I, I, oh I will mention he mentions the devil in the last song. Um he mentions the devil's water, it ain't so sweet. You don't have to drink right now. But you can dip your feet every once in a while. <laughs> um and then uh this track has So I ran with the Devil, left a trail of excuses. Um so two mentions of the devil, two tracks, just taking note, you know. He he he's he likes talking about that stuff. Um Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have too much to too much more to say about this track, guys. I kind of want to move on. What hey, yeah, yeah. Wait,
3: what hey, what
1: do you got? <laughs> I got a I got a fact of the last song. Oh shit, uh. all right.
2: All right. <laughs> what what about so when, you, when you were young Cut this in. Cut this in. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It did appear in uh Guitar Hero 3, Legends of Rock, SingStar Amped, Rock Band, and Guitar Hero Live. Nice. It also appeared on Guitar Hero 5. Wow. They really, and, really
1: pushed that one. They they, they, got that everywhere. The
2: song was featured in the third section of the 2006 Victoria's Secret Fashion Show and is huh. played regularly before Baltimore Orioles games at Oriole Park at Camden Yards. Now, the
1: Victoria's Secret one's a little weird, I think. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> song for a sexy event like that. When you were young. Yeah. I don't know, maybe a misstep.
2: Somebody paid some money to get that song <laughs> Always. in there.
0: Probably,
1: money yeah. makes well, there probably, probably happens. Island Records that that recorded this 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 album. Um, but yeah, to no, me I mean, was, this song was uh, was pretty pretty big. Yeah, 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 because it was, and then so dry and like gritty compared to the gl- the glam
3: and glitz from the like previous the desert album. they came from
2: the entire band this is the only song that the entire band is credited as writers awesome.
1: when you were young yeah. okay song? that's awesome
3: that's uh, like uh from uh from uh um, uh uh Fleetwood Mac, uh, Fleetwood Mac. yeah yeah
1: yeah um the song uh not won't get fooled again but it's got the same kind of message um you guys know, yeah, you guys heard from, uh, you guys heard the, the episode Guardians of the Galaxy. You guys heard the episode that we did where oh. we knew all of the facts at the, the time. Yeah. Never break the chain. There we go. oh Yeah. All right, Anyway, so, so on to the next track. Yeah, this is uh Keeping that this is chain for going. reasons unknown. This is a banger. It's kind of a banger. I mean, honestly, everything besides bling is a banger. This is the fourth single from this album. Yeah. You guys, uh, um, what do you guys think this song is about? Just off the top of your head, from what you heard there.
2: I don't you know, know. Your lips, don't, you don't, your lips don't
1: taste. There's your no lips no don't taste the way I they know. used to. You know, I my lips don't they don't kiss the way they used to. You know, sounds
3: like some fidelity, fidelity, or some forget Get me nuts here going here.
1: you know well, I mean, so okay, here's what I thought when I first heard it when I was growing up. I thought this was about uh you know kind of losing passion in your love life, you know, losing passion with like you know uh, uh meeting people and becoming disillusioned with dating, that kind of thing, but and I think that that fits. I think if you read it like that, that really fits, but this is about something a lot more sad this is about his grandmother who was suffering from alzheimer's and uh yeah she was literally losing her mind um Hmm. and uh so the song is if you look at it if you know that it's pretty pretty literal um
2: uh this is the uh bassist mark storer plays guitar on this track with flowers playing the bass so that's something that's cool about this this one yeah, yeah, and um, it hit number one on Venezuela's pop rock chart. Wow, oh, really? Wow. And number wow. fifty-three on the UK singles chart. Wow. So for a reason. Okay. Man, that's pretty crazy. Genre is Heartland rock.
3: I kind of, I kind of um, get what's like going on here. Like, it's, it's basically saying that. Sometimes you can't explain why it's gone away, but something happens. Something happens. it's 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 gone. Yeah, you know, yeah. you just don't feel it the same way. I've had that happen in relationships.
1: You know what the the problem is? You know, the, the problem right now is that I'm on the wrong lyrics, so <laughs> I can't find them. That is why it's you can't. The, find it's not them. the right lyrics at, at all that I'm looking at. Boy, so,
3: that's that. That would yeah. be a real problem.
1: Um, here we go. Yeah, yeah. My heart it don't beat. It don't beat the way it used to. And yeah. my eyes they don't see you no more. And my lips they don't kiss. They don't kiss the way they used to. And My eyes don't recognize you at all.
3: Yeah. See, that's kind of like rough stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. When you know that's it's about Alzheimer's, with. it's um... especially now we know it's about Alzheimer's. Yeah. 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 So that's
3: um... so, Alzheimer's is the worst, kids. If
1: destiny's kind, I got the rest of my mind. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, not though. that's the part you know. That's the one lyric that didn't make much sense when I was younger, from the perspective I was I was looking at it. Right. At, you know, um, I was I I didn't know the the context, and uh, I like that he, he references it as for reasons unknown, because it's like there's not really a way to comprehend.
3: Brandon Flowers, I yeah. approve the, uh, yeah. the the way you handled this. By the way, I I relate. It's
1: good. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's good at talking about his uh, what's going on in his life. You know, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's a really sweet guy. Um. Oh, his uh his father is uh, uh something uh something Austin Flowers. Is his uh his father's name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Terry Austin Flowers, which is just so close to Austin Powers, it makes me think that 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 the writers of Austin Powers knew these guys.
3: Anyways, Jake, you got anything, you got anything about this anymore? I don't. All right, then let's. I, let's yeah, let's get yeah, on yeah. to the next track. It's a I, I definitely
1: encourage you guys to read the lyrics and listen to the song and think about it. Um, but uh, speaking of family um we'll uh we'll do this uh one last uh track before we take a quick break um but uh yeah i want to dedicate oh i do have i do uh, i'm sorry brad go on jake go on <laughs> the 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 b-side
2: to this song which i didn't know they did a cover of romeo and juliet by uh the dire straits song oh yeah um That's it's a good one it's on there so anyways uh go ahead
1: i'm sorry Oh, it's okay. Um, but I was gonna say, um, we're gonna listen to this song and uh, then uh, discuss. Take a quick break, but um, I just want to dedicate uh this song and this episode, honestly, to uh, uh, well, I should say this next song is called Uncle Johnny, and uh, there's a reason I'm dedicating this. Um, it's my um, uh, Uncle Clark Colby, uh, passed away. Uh, this well. used to be my uh, uncle uh and my step family but uh technically he's no longer but you know i'm still close with them he passed away this week and uh i just want to you know give condolences to the colby family um you know my my heart's with you guys and uh this song is uh you know it's 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 you know really hit me hard tonight just because of of that it's about his uncle so um yeah yeah we'll we'll get into it. I don't I don't want to bring you guys down too much, but uh, this is Uncle Johnny and uh, this is for Uncle Clark. I don't know anything about Clark's relationship with cocaine so I can't comment on that. But um Brandon Flowers' uncle uh apparently had uh had uh, some issues ha- you know has ha- some issues with cocaine. He I believe he is still around. Um but uh yeah, it's this kind of song about like the the black sheep in the family. Um it's a song about um you know I maybe the one of the siblings that doesn't have children, doesn't settle down. I have an uncle like that on my uh, stepmom's side as well, um, Uncle Chuck, uh, who's still with us. Um, you know, there's there's these you know uh, uh, you know the the typical kind of uncle archetype, I guess, would be the the single bachelor uncle, and I think that's kind of what this song is like talking about, you know. Why, you you, you facepalm are you that for your family I don't want to be but I, I don't want to be <laughs> i was gonna say I'm, I'm, I'm dancing around it but I'm not that, being that I'm that for my family too so yeah
3: I I'm, I'm I'm working on it right now Yeah
1: yeah hey you know I'm a, I'm am a cool uncle though you know I try to be a cool uncle as much as I can you know Oh both absolutely
3: to, no I definitely yeah. I, I love my I love my nephew
1: Yeah
3: I'm godfathered both
1: my my uncle Clark would uh, he worked at Frito Lay and he would uh, drop Zaza. off a giant box of chips Hell every yeah, once in a while. He did. It was badass. I always fucking loved it. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also like uh, kind of. Um, what was I gonna say? This this song is like kind of patriotic in a weird way too. The way that they sing at the end. Um, I always, uh, I think thought that this was about uncle Sam, even though it's called uncle Johnny, like it's called Sam's town. I think I had this weird idea in my head when I was young. It's like, oh, this is like an allegory for the United States or something. Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously it's not, it's about, it's literally about his uncle Johnny. Uh, Uh, but, uh, yeah, though
3: it would be a good album. There's nothing wrong with being the today.
1: black sheep of the family, you know. Um apparently yeah. he's still around. Cheers I did look at, I I looked into it. I believe he's still around. And uh, you know, it's just uh he was it's a nice it's nice song because it's like it's very real. He's he's discussing that his uncle has problems. Uh he's not shying away from the problems he sees with his uncle, but he's also, you know, you know, being really positive at the end here like uh you know, hey, what you say, Johnny, if the future is real, Johnny, you've got to heal. You're, hey, what you say, Johnny, you know. Um, and apparently, uh, uh, his Uncle John was a big, like, rock and roll fan and really, really enjoyed the fact that his uh, his nephew made this song kind of immortalizing him. So mm. he was a fan of the track, which is really cool, I think. But, yeah a lot of just good stories I think about family uh uh it seems like you know Brandon Flowers is very very uh um interested in immortalizing his family and and talking about them and in their way of life and you know all that stuff
3: it really sounds like he loved Uncle Johnny too you know? yeah like, yeah he, he believed in him you know yeah he, yeah he he wanted he wanted to believe in him so
1: hard. yeah from the from the notes I read like they were they're still like Close so like it's it's I love it when I can find out uh further stories, Resolution. yeah, 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 <laughs> like that one um uh uh oh yeah, 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 there was that there was that one album where i I assumed like hello, goodbye, would it kill you? I assumed they had broken up after that album it turns out that they had stayed together, that made me very happy, um but yeah, like we we you know most of us probably have uh, an uncle Johnny in our life, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this track though. Like that, it's, track. Track. it's got like really interesting singing production. Um, yeah, I always enjoy this one quite a bit. Um, what read my mind?
2: Yeah. I was going to ask, did we, did we skip that one? Did we skip read my mind?
1: We
3: did. I think. Oh we did. my goodness! That's how we're gonna have to. Come I back can't believe that. it. It's great. It's great. You know, it's it's we'll not back. a big deal. You know, when I we thought... come back, we're coming back to read I, my mind. You know That's what? Great. Read I'm my mind, okay just
1: like that. so. For some reason, went just straight over let, my mind. Jay, thank you
3: so much. I'm glad I'm not crazy. Yeah, I thought I was yeah. crazy. No, I was gonna say it because I was.
2: like I, cl- I clicked on the Wikipedia link for it. You no no I and didn't. didn't I like, you were on
3: a roll, Brad. I didn't want to let you. You
1: <laughs> no no, no. You did your. <laughs> you thing. know I was awesome. I was confused I because had to ask because in my notes I was like all right <laughs> I'm going to talk about Uncle Clark after the break but then I was like all right I guess it's before the break now. So um yeah anyway just keep going just well, keep going uh but yeah we'll we'll get to read my mind then after the break the and then read my a, mind that was a beautiful the, a thing of,
3: that you just did though yes. Brad
2: yeah so sorry to hear about your yeah, your uncle you, Brad
1: you. so yes, rest, um, I'm glad peace. you
2: I'm glad you did it and um
1: yes yes yeah. but we'll get back with read my mind and the best uh, song. The best the-
2: song that Brandon Flowers said that it's the best song that he had ever written. Oh
1: wow. So I didn't know that he he held it in that high regard. So okay. that'll be the uh, on the way back in. I'm gonna maybe. I'm gonna listen to I, it I differently think now. I think
3: it's good. I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad we did this. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Good work. Good work. All right. Well, we'll be right back on the other side of this break. And just uh five seconds for you.
2: Hi, guys. This is the daughter of Lilith, and you're listening to the Album Concept Hour.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to the Album Concept Hour. I am your host, Brad LeBaron, and I have my co-hosts with me, uh, uh, Jake the Snake Foster. What's going on, Jake?
2: Hey, ready for the second half of this thing.
1: Ready for part two of this, this episode, and then we have uh, what what used to be virtual, John, but now he's just a the
3: real John, a real
1: corporeal real form. DJ
3: Johnny John, DJ in. Johnny.
1: John, uh, I almost said Johnny G, <laughs> but uh, he's he yeah. he's here in spirit. He's here in spirit. He's always here in spirit. Especially for time. Um, yeah, yeah. He's just been doing the work, man. Since uh, since the quarantine started. So, yeah. Shout out to Johnny G and all those essential workers that have been doing yeah. that shit all this time. But uh, we're we're covering the killers, Sam's Town, Um, and uh, uh, before the break, we teased that we accidentally skipped a track, which is a first for the podcast, and um, that track it's
2: it's good. (laughs) Firsts are good. Hey. Firsts
3: first are good. So, yeah, that's a good first crew for that yeah. too. Yeah. It's
1: not the best
2: first, but it's yeah. a first. Yeah. So at least,
3: hey, in how what 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 number is this, Brad? Oh, uh, this is sixty-one. I believe. In sixty-one episodes, we haven't skipped a track once. Not a bad track. Yeah, before. yeah. There you go not been out uh correct,
1: correct me if i'm wrong if i Good if work. this has already happened and i just brushed over it
3: <laughs> please I don't please remember. again we but, love it when you send us yes, stuff yeah, correct yeah, yeah. me that just means Tell you're me listening I'm right wrong. it just means right. you're paying I'll ta- attention i'll take the beating i promise
1: yeah yeah so uh yeah this is read my mind
3: Is, I it's don't mind record. if you don't mind. I think this is like I think this
2: is my favorite song off of this album. So I am
3: surprised that yeah
2: uh, that we didn't uh, we didn't. Yeah, do it. I know, I know. No, I, that's why
3: it clicked in my head. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is like, did I skip over one of the best songs of the album by accident?
1: And you know, I think that I can see why that's maybe his favorite. It's it is it's a really good killer's track, like. It represents them, past, present. It just it represents them very. Just the well. clip
3: you took, like the like again, very yeah, masterful really clip taking, like call. just like really yeah. good work of the band, work of his vocal range. Mm. Wait, we, we know mention... where he's going.
1: Yeah, mm. there's there's a lot of really amazing um, uh, keys going on um, throughout all of this, like the 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 keys. I is that Brandon that plays keys? He doesn't he doesn't play uh, yeah. the keys. No, sir. He doesn't here's the thing. He doesn't play keys in a lot of the videos. Like in a lot of the videos, like there was one video, I believe, that like the whole keyboard and everything was there, but I don't think I saw him even use it in the video. So like I know he Yeah, Brandon Flowers yeah. is uh lead singer and keyboardist. Okay, so yeah, yeah. He he's he's got a really uh um they definitely these these guys definitely love the 80s, I think. Um I think that they're inspired by cuz I mean they're they kind of reference old older stuff a lot when they're talking about their music like um you know in the, in the previous track he was saying, you know, that's like about like like Talking Heads and Johnny Cash, you know. Um and I definitely You know, I think about some of those like R.E.M. or U2 type bands uh, when I'm listening to The Killers because, you know, it's 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 a group that has managed to reform themselves and keep making music and touring for a long period of time Um, and has made a big mark on, you know, rock music, maybe one of the last bands to make a big mark on rock music. But that could just be the
3: pop invasion again. Well, I mean, it's Ah! more just.
1: I think, you know, I think rock really like it had its time. And I think that now hip hop is the rock, what rock was in a way, as far as culture goes. That's why it's so influenced by rock. Yeah, like hip hop's cutting edge where rock used to be cutting edge. Um,
3: Everything changes, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's nothing against rock. It's just rock has been, you know, was on top for what four decades or something four or five decades
2: it's a lot longer than swing music was <laughs> yeah um, yeah yeah
1: rock reigned supreme for a long long time you know and uh yeah it, it's fine but um yeah this is just a really great just uh uh you know just great track in general um he mentions uh the good old days the honest man the restless heart the promised land a subtle kiss that no one sees a broken wrist and a big trapeze trapeze. Um, and yeah, and then, and then the, the, the main kind of refrain is like, you know, cause I don't shine if you don't shine. Um, you know, before you go, can you read my mind? Like, it's just a really
3: positive. It's a very, it's a very af- a positive affirmation of a partnership, no matter what way you spend. Yeah. You know, it really is like an everyman. I don't shine if you don't shine. So what do we gotta do to make us shine? Can you read my mind? I'll read your mind. Let's
1: do this. It's a very peaceful, Uh like oriented song. It's like um it's it's yeah, it's a very kind of hippie kinda kinda kind of feel. You know? Let's just all get along kind of thing. Socialism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Socialism, Mormonism, I don't know. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's just really belting it. Like his vocals are just great on this track. He's oh, like, so um, I think that's one of the things that was really uh, uh jarring about this album is like, so the last album Hot Fuss had uh one song, all these things that I've done, that was in this kind of style. The rest of them were like pop rock, like mega hits. You know what I mean? They just you know polished beautiful whatever electronic rocky kind of stuff and then there's a song the song all these things that I've done and when you know Hot Fuss was around and that was it it's like oh this is that weird all these things that I've done song I'm gonna maybe skip it um and then it ended up getting like bigger they put it more to the forefront of what they were doing and then this whole album was kind of in that vein and his vocals really, really change in this album. Like, he's doing a lot more, uh, uh, you know, just weird inflections and uh, uh, Lou Reedy kind of, you know, weird things, you know? Um, so yeah, so it was a really big I don't, change.
2: I don't know them enough to answer this, but maybe yeah. you do, Brad. Probably. So how long were they together before they released
1: Hot Fuzz?
2: Or Hot, hot, fuzz. hot Fuss. Fuzz.
1: Um not that not fuzz. that movie ah. that was released around Did I, the same time. You know, I might have even said Hot Fuss Hot fuzz. um at one of these points. Fuzz- I don't know. Ah. Um but I believe it was shortly after they got together like um they they formed in 2001. Okay, so then, 3 years, yeah. Yeah, that's Hot Fuss. Yeah, uh, uh one of the David uh Kooning uh put an ad out and Brandon Flowers responded to it and they immediately formed the killers. Um I believe they were they they initially uh connected on their love of uh uh was it Oasis? <laughs> it
3: might be Oasis. I think it might be Oasis Ugh, that they were into. Good 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 stuff, Brad. But um But
2: that's always that's always the thing about being I know I've said it before, I think on this podcast, like you you get uh you have a group and you work so hard to put songs on this one album and you like you you're just you know i i didn't i don't know what the first one uh how long it took to record it but usually yeah most groups they it doesn't take that long to record it because you've been gathering all this material to put it yeah. into one album
1: yeah. The yeah.
2: second, the third, um, you have to like come together as a group, and you have to like you come up with this idea. Obviously, for most of them, yeah. And then you put together together all the songs from there,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. And
2: that's so with this this um this one, it sounds like they like developed their sound more because yeah, of, definitely um of the whole idea of putting the album together after getting this one one out already
1: yeah like i think the second one like he like the first one was like accessible to anyone um that that found it like you, you you know you you wouldn't know what part of the world it came from necessarily if you just heard it on the radio um but i think that he wanted to you know obviously in calling it sam's town he wanted to bring back his roots uh He's got a real uh, to homey feel music. Feel yeah it, you know which Whole i think album which I think carried on throughout his career uh throughout their career um in general um i think he he as far as the music videos go there's always they're always in either vegas area or or something in similar um so yeah, he's very proud of where he comes from um which i think is you, is, is kind of cool
3: you know i'd like to i'd like to make a comment on this album too here yeah Something from what you were saying, yeah. Is that, you know, how, like, you were saying, like, their first one was all these, like, like, these, these really good, these, these pop hits. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, it was that, like, this one song. Yeah. That's kind of, like, the reverse of what we did when we did Rumors, where yeah. we covered Rumors, because it was, like, this really, like, deeper, like, even though it was really polished pop hits. But yeah, it was, like, really yeah. Deeper, like, kind of, like, um, but then there was, like, this one song that was kind of, like, what they did next. <laughs> when yeah, Lindsay yeah. took over <laughs> and they I did, know. um... That happens. Oh, some that, that's a, I don't called? know if there's a name for that uh-huh.
1: phenomenon, but it is like it's something that happens sometimes. Well, like the one song that like is mm-hmm. just weird and out of place, like is like what they build off of for well, the next one. And it's funny. It's happened it's several like, times. I don't have examples either right now. Well, it's but funny because it's, like, it's like we're
3: doing the reverse here because it's yeah. like we did rumors talking about that album yeah. the same way. Uh-huh. Now we're doing this album talking about like the first album, yeah. like yeah. you know, Hot Fuss, like that way.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, and it's, exactly.
3: You know, we we do some real full circle stuff here sometimes. And it's, yeah, it it's, always it's really it always cool. it always comes
1: back together. Yeah, sure. You know, it's a, time is a flat circle. You know, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, no, they, I think that they um, they, I mean, Hot Fuss, like after Hot Fuss, like this and after is like a very you know different period. I guess they kind of tried to get back to Hot Fuss a little bit with that day and age, which is probably why I didn't like it um but uh yeah yeah, yeah. I, i've i come back full circle with the band though and i i'm a, a fan again of the killers like there was a many years i kind of like just i don't know i didn't pay attention no their their but, latest um,
3: stuff is really is really coming back yeah, home latest it's really good. coming back home It's really good yeah you know, i and recommend how about it about what pretty girls because that's what pretty girls in the desert do you know because that's when they grow in the desert yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's speaking good. Speaking of stuff. pretty girls, throwing in the caution desert, to the wind and such.
1: Speaking of pretty girls in the desert, this next song is "Bones." If you see the music video, mm-hmm. um, there's a pretty girl in the desert. She takes off her skin, and it's a skeleton. Oof. Yeah, super here's, hot. Here's bones.
3: Mm, very sexy uh, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very sexy
2: song. The horns uh, on there. You can hear the horns. Hey, who is that? Um,
1: let's see. There's... I had these up here now. Oh, sorry. I thought you were prompting <laughs> me to, to prompt no, you. Well... Yeah. Um. <laughs> I was, and I thought they were right here, but. Um, you see, that's what happened when I was trying to read, uh, uh, you know, for reasons unknown. Yeah. But all I could find was Read My Mind on my screen. So, um, I get it. I definitely get it,
2: man. Let me make sure I'm on the right <laughs> album. Nope, not on the right album. Hot Fuss is what I was on. Uh, oh, Hot so, Fuss? You're looking at the Hot yeah. Fuss. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Looking okay. at the yeah. Hot Fuss.
3: Yeah. Ah. Looking back.
2: Yeah, hot synth so rock masterpiece hot fuss. i know the horn the one saxophone player thanks for buying me some time there um no problem uh tommy marth is the saxophone player and he died in 2012 he was just uh 33 years old so
1: um do you have like a a, a database that uh, just has just death dates?
2: You know, this one I had to look it up. <laughs> um, but but we did talk about that on the show, yeah. Okay, uh, I'm wonder- uh, I was just I was just wondering week.
1: what your what your process is. <laughs> yeah. You know.
2: It's like the first thing I do look is if they're alive still. And yeah, if they're well, not you I know, have to say
1: it. <laughs> it's that's something that not all podcasts do. Sometimes podcasts they'll mention a specific person and then they'll find out after the recording. Oh, that person just died the other day. Yeah, you know. So no, it's yeah. good. It's good that you're doing this, Jake. You're doing the Lord's work. <laughs> uh,
3: doing <laughs> the Lord's work, bro. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Neeraj, saxophone player. Neeraj, yeah, but, uh, Tommy um, Marth.
2: Tommy Marth was the guy. Uh, Niraj. Yeah. Kajanchi was the trombone player. Okay. Kajanchi. Okay. It, it doesn't say anything it doesn't link him to another page so i don't have anything other okay than that same. but it's got a whole um string section as well Adriana, yeah it's a very big Hansen, sounding mariam hadad and yeah so Tristan much Moyer. i don't know if it's i don't know if it's uh, specifically on that one yeah. but um but on the whole
1: album it lists them at least so okay
3: okay that's awesome
1: but yeah it's a um I don't know if you guys saw the music video but um this is a a, a fun really fun music video um there there's like a, a drive-in and the people are watching a um you know that that old film which was like the first film that they had like like skeletons walking around and special with special effects um I don't know the name of it but um they're watching that on the big screen and then this couple like is you know, they go to the beach and they literally take their skin off and they're hanging out as skeletons. Man, that is gruesome. And it's just it's just so so sweet because it's just like the metaphor is just kind of like very clear. It's just like, hey, you know, it's let's just take off our like surface level, All of let's our take off our skin and everything. let's just get to know each other on like a a deeper level, you know, scenes
2: level. from yeah. the films, Lolita creature from the black R- lagoon, Jason and the Argonauts are uh, Jason and the Argonauts. Um, I think
1: is the one I'm thinking of yeah.
2: more specifically the scenes with Hey, Ray Harryhausen's skeleton men are yeah. shown behind the band.
1: Yeah. I, I just watched a YouTube video that referenced it like weeks ago. So like, I just know enough to know that it's a thing um but yeah it was like the first time that kind of special effect was used in a, such a way like a uh, big way like that it was um, also
2: tim burton's first time uh directing a music video
1: what that's yeah. directed no, by tim way. burton yeah that of,
3: makes so much of sense course. now
1: I mean, I'm looking the skeletons. at it. I'm looking at. it, I'm like, oh, This is a great nod wow. to the Tim Burton style. Oh, but I never my thought. Jeepers. I never thought to th- you know that that would be actually Tim Burton. Yeah, it wow. looks good. It's too, it's too obvious. Go. It looks it's really good. Obvious. I think that if Tim Burton did that wow. kind of style, it's like wow. less. It's like less Tim Burton like obvious than usual. You know, it works. Oh wow! Thanks, thanks, Jake. That's a good. That's yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, and the, the, the lyrics kind of reflect the music video too. Like, I mean, it's, it's thematically a similar kind of idea. So, um, you know, do you want to feel my bones on your bones? It's only natural. Um, it really is which natural. I mean, I, I, you know, co- going back to the Mormon stuff, I always thought that this could be like a sexual frustration kind of thing or the, you know, the the fact that you know there's more traditional uh you know sexuality going on um so there can be
3: a frustration too of like don't you want to feel me like who i am not just what i am like who i am yeah yeah you know like that's kind of like don't you want to know my bones what what's resting at the yeah yeah what's at the core of me yeah
1: yeah Um, it's, I think that, yeah, it's a very honest kind of question. Like whenever he asks these like open-ended questions, I think that they are very honest uh, questions, you know, like it's only natural. It's kind of almost like a plea in a way, like, Hey, like, you know, I just want to, I just want to have a, you know, a personal experience with uh, another human being or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's, you know, that's where it comes from, but I mean, I know just coming from, like a religious background you know there's a lot of complicated feelings that come with uh, uh you know sexuality if you take it very seriously you know um so yeah i don't i don't know what level that he is he's dealing with that at but it's a nice song um always really enjoyed this one um i remember when the music video came out because it was so different than the rest very of the ska. album Scott. yeah i know right that yeah bringing in the horns like that's so classy you, it's such you a... can tell these guys i mean hey
3: again one of the things we always pinpoint in here is yeah influences you know they were yeah. listening to that they were they yeah, were 10 yeah. 15 years old when they when that stuff was yeah it's it's well Scott it reminds was, me of something going
1: well i was gonna say it reminds me more of like something pre-sky like maybe the band era where it was like You know, that was more normal to have a, yeah, Yeah. an orchestra accompaniment or a... Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. You never know 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 what people are listening to. But, yeah, it is, it's such a great, like, like, musically, it's such a great track. Well, the song
2: is called Bones, so they had to have a trombone, too, you know?
1: Yeah, you gotta have a trombone at least once. Yeah, yeah.
2: Apparently, the the clothing worn by the band in the video is preserved at an exhibit at the Las Vegas Hard Rock Hotel and Casino's entrance, cafe before... The cafe was de- demolished in
1: late 2019.
2: Oh, no. So.
1: Well, I mean, I guess that's and, always happening in Vegas.
2: Yeah, right. Like we talked about yeah. earlier. Yeah. Um, the drive-in depicted uh, was unofficially that of the West Wind Las Vegas drive-in theater located in North Las Vegas, Nevada.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you guys want to check out that drive-in, I mean, it I don't know if it's still there, but, it, you know. That's where it happened. It's where it went down, guys. There's a lot of Vegas in his videos. I know I mentioned that, but if you watch, you 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 could probably do like a whole tour of Vegas based upon the Killers' music videos if you wanted to. Uh, the Killers tour, maybe. Yeah, I bet. I bet if you hung out in Vegas long enough, you'd run into Brandon Flowers. Like, I'm. I'm just. I, I think that's probably Here's a possibility. I don't know. I'll have to go to Vegas one more time and see if I can make that happen. Um, but uh, I mean, I I am, you know, Brad LeBaron from the LeBaron family, which is known in the Mormon community, I believe. So uh, you know, maybe I'll have some clout. Um, but yeah, this next song is called uh, My List. And um yeah, I'll just I'll just play the track and we'll talk. So um, this track was uh, was one that uh, um, a lot of people I knew that liked this album didn't like this track so much. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good track. Well,
3: it's it's a nice kind of entering into the ending of the yeah. of, of of the whole album, you know. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's got kind of a slow build at the beginning. I think that's what some people were like, you know, complaining about. Like it kind of like maybe you know maybe if they were play, they, they switched this one and bling, it would have been the exact perfect, uh, uh framing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put bling right here and then put, put this one right near the beginning. So you get that kind of longer, you know, slower one out of the way, you know? And then, uh, I think that would work. I think that would work if they we just switched those two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's uh it takes a while to like build up. It's a very slow build up, um kind of adding elements like every you know, minute, 30 seconds or so. Um but yeah, yeah. Um I believe the notes uh uh are telling me this is about his, his wife um at the time. Um it's a uh ballad. And he says that uh, it's a unique song with the way it goes at the middle. Don't give the ghost up. It's for my wife. I wanted people to believe it like I believe when I hear something I love. I want that on every song, but this one has a moment that you never know if it's going to happen again. We just got lucky. This is me. We don't have many vocal tracks, so this is the closest to what I sound like in the shower, is what he said.
3: Oh, that's cool. So...
1: Yeah, yeah, he does sound very pretty. I think that's why I really enjoyed him because I always liked a uh, a vocalist that was very kind of raw and emotional mm-hmm. with uh, their vocals. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, should have known by now. Don't give the ghost up.
3: I was about to say I, I like that line. Don't give yeah. the ghost up. Just clench yeah. your fist. Yeah. Stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> no. I say nay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's, I think talking about like, you know, kind of the difficulties of a relationship to, you know, Mm -hmm. um, when your heart's not able and when your prayers are not fables, let me show you how much I care, you know? um, yeah, another like I mean, you know, mostly songs are you know different family members, but his wife is is another family member. Um so um yeah, we we have he's mentioned his grandma, his dad, his uh his uncle, uncle. and uh now his his wife. So um yeah, that's that's the theme that's happening. It's the concept of the album concept. Today. Our <laughs>
2: uh
1: we made just, it. Just in, case, <laughs> just in case someone is like, hey, this is a concept album like it's a
3: concept album, it's hey, just about his family. We find the concept. It's a relative in... <laughs> term. And
1: we found it. Yeah, yeah. You're we sorry. we've we've stretched we've stretched the term as we deem fit, and uh you can and, and don't add us, all right. Don't add us. We we know, all right? Yes, yes we do. Um but uh yeah, you guys want to move on to yeah. uh this river is wild. This guys? river is
3: mother trucker wild. So
1: what? okay, going back to what I was saying earlier, this is the song that I presented in front of my AP English class. I pressed play, let them listen to the whole song, and then we talked about the lyrics for like oh, ten to twenty minutes. Great stuff. And I was terrified that's the whole great time. Stuff. Um. So uh, yeah, this is this river is wild. And what, we'll see what, what today, we'll see what I think about it. What got you here today, Brad? What I think
3: about it today. What got you here today, my dude? Love that shake a little. Oh very, my God. It's very rock and roll. Very very. <clears throat> yeah,
1: yeah. Very Elvisy. Yeah, this is um, this is one that like the first listen through, we were all just like stunned by it. Like it was it was instantly like all like all of me and my friends' favorites. Um, it was just um, uh, yeah, because it's it's this whole it's a, a it's a story like that, kind of. I don't know. It's kind of a storytelling type of of song kind of in the style of like old folk songs maybe. Um, but it's so like contained within itself and um it's not necessarily about a specific person, but it's like a kind of um I don't know, bigger bigger tale. Um but yeah, it's uh uh, uh the river, I believe, is uh, uh, kind of like life in general. Like I uh, think this song so it's is about... a real good metaphor for life. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think that. this song is about just you know the different things that you face in life, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, you know how you how you uh, deal with it, and the, the river is wild, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I like I like the way that he uh kind of um talks about different characters in this, uh, in this um, song, like, um, what was it? Uh, Now Adam's taking bombs and he's stuck on his mom because that bitch keeps trying to make him pray. He's with the hippie in the park, combing over the dark, just trying to get some of that little girl play. Um, And uh, he's kind of, you know, he's kind of painting a picture with this song, which I think is cool. It's kind of different than his nor his normal songwriting, um, you know, approach. I think that's why it was so different. It, it, it was so shocking. It was like, this is not how Brandon flowers writes songs usually, you know?
3: Um, well, I, what, what I like about this is, is again, like in the chorus itself is a good message for the song. You know, I yeah. run for the hills, yeah. and, you know, I shake a little, but I'm, yeah. I'm running, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm looking, you know, it's, yeah. Like so I was, I, I I thought about it the other day too. You know, I was just yeah. like, if I if I waited for me for for myself to be like ready for everything I did, I'd never do anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just gotta yeah. throw yourself in there. And it's kind of like, you know? and
1: some of it's kind of about the uh, the fear of, um, you yeah. know, a fear of failure, but also fear of like being stuck in you know a your hometown or B like a situation that you always saw as like not ideal you know right. um better run for the hills before they burn you know it's like that feeling of like needing to get out of your home
3: smoke and, and you decide right now do i run now or do i do wait i wait until- for this ah! to en- envelop
1: me yes. yeah 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 um and uh yeah, yeah, I think that it, it really um it kind of encapsulates the the feeling of the album too, um, especially with the outro with the kind of mm-hmm. uh the cars are everywhere, raising dust at the fairground, never seen so many headlights. Like he takes this whole like life story and then ends it with this circus thing, you know, which is like, you know. If you want to look into the the metaphor stuff, it's like, you know, life is a circus, life is a, a river that's wild, you don't know where it's gonna go, like mm-hmm. yeah. Um my uh my friend uh at the time, uh, uh Jeff did not think I did a great enough job describing this song, uh when I did the project in front of the class. But uh uh you know, I think there's a lot I feel going like on. Your here.
3: description is pretty, uh, is pretty accurate, there, Brett.
1: I couldn't nice find. Think, I couldn't find my AP English project. Like I wanted to. Oh, I, too I bad. wanted to. I, ah, I looked for it. Ah, ah, I, I, would I love
3: to have that on permanent. I know, I know. On the screen.
1: Believe oh, me, God. I looked for it. Like I thought that I had my AP I mean, English it, stuff yeah. somewhere. But uh, I love doing that it's amazing stuff, how you look
2: back at like different things you did in high school. And yeah, like, oh, dude. Yeah, I, I had it on this. I had it stored so so well that I would never lose it. And then, like we think about these cloud drives and how I know, yeah, oh,. oh God. Dude.
1: Well, I thought that I did an album review for the school newspaper, but uh i I, I couldn't find it in any of the newspapers that I still had. Uh, I have an album review for a Fallout Boy album that I will read at some point, I'm sure, and I have a review for a a uh, Reliant K album that I did. And uh, these uh, these reviews are are much like this episode where I'm gushing over <laughs> the uh, the content and well, not much of a critical younger. not much of a critical way cuz I just love it, you know. It's probably worse cuz
3: you're younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have stronger opinions when you're younger You just, you, yeah. you just younger. love
1: stuff so like, you know, the stuff you love, you love. <laughs> you love, you, know, you with need. With that
3: first with that first kind yeah. of baby love yes oh. yeah 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 and it's if it's never... not if it's not
2: part of that stuff it's the worst yes yeah and it's yeah, uh, it's yeah exactly
3: it's, it sucks it's... yeah why should i be listening to that i yeah. shouldn't
2: have to open myself even <laughs> even to a part of like what's on z104 for yeah. example when yeah I was moving beyond grade. country music i know i know there's stuff that
1: you me. just avoid because you're like yeah that's for old people or something.
2: American Idiot is such a dumb album because it's on Zero Hey, we covered that one. <laughs> yeah, that's I know. A that's good why album. I said that one. I know, ah! But, but, but I know. at the time it
1: was on Zero It was Z104. a very divisive it was on a, Yeah, it was a very divisive it was a pop album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a very divisive I, album for the but fans. But it was the
2: same but it was it was the same song getting played again and again and again yes. on the pop station. I and,
1: think it was Boulevard Broken Dreams that killed it for me. Personally, at the time,
3: oh, I was always song.
1: speaking of which. Honestly, that actually ties into this. Well, the Killers, I got really upset with Green Day for a long time because Boulevard of Broken Dreams won the uh, uh, MTV Music Video Awards oh, award. That's right for I remember best you music talking video about this during the over Mister Brightside by the Killers mm, mm-hmm. and. Mr. Brightside by the Killers is such an infinitely more thought-out music video than Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Boulevard of Broken Dreams, they just took a film of him walking and then Boulevard. put cigarette burns in the film.
3: Boulevard. That's all they fucking did. Boulevard of Broken Dreams and is the it's continuation. It's not a good video. Of <laughs> holiday and that was the point. Listen, it I know, was a continuous I know. I understand video. that they were honoring the whole
1: thing. I understand not that the part, but it was not better than confusion. Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside was way better of a music video than Boulevard or Broken Dreams. But sure. so that that it gave me the, the one that should have won was Holiday. That right. was that gave me you know that that made gave me a, a bad taste for Green Day for a little while because I was like, that man,
3: that in September. They,
1: that fucking they beat the the Mr. Bright. That was such a good music video. Uh anyway. Um, so that's the that's basically I, I teased it in that's, the that's Brad's the, rant for the day. I was about to say I teased it in the Green Day episode, and it's now come to fruition.
0: <laughs> um, but
1: uh <laughs> That's funny. You guys want to get to track eleven? Yeah, here? let's do it. Uh so this next track is called Why Do I Keep Counting? I can make it help me.
3: I need the answer Help me get down Help me get down
2: Corleen uh, uh, Bird uh, With backing vocals on that one. Oh, okay uh, Louis the 14th backing vocals On tracks one and nine I didn't say that earlier So those are Okay, okay The other uh, additional musicians Other than the
1: Killers Yeah Which I don't think we've gone through yeah, there's a lot of extra people band, on this but... one. Oh, oh, I don't think we have fully. Yeah, let's say, no. let's just, that's something that I don't do much on this podcast. Thank you, Jake. Uh, the Killers consists of Brandon Flowers, Dave uh, Kooning, which is lead what, guitar and back Dave, vocals.
2: So Brandon plays... Uh, lead vocals, keyboards and, keyboards, and
1: bass sometimes, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kooning is guitarist,
1: right? Yep, guitar and backing vocals and then uh the t- t- Mark Stormer as bass and then Ronnie Venucci Jr on drums um there you go. which apparently uh, supposedly uh t- 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 oh yeah 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 no never mind they have always had those four i believe here um that's which is really cool i think is is you know that doesn't happen too often where the same members you know uh are Start consistently to- yeah, to for present. Years. yeah 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 that's that's pretty good relationship uh, uh you know stuff they must have you know they must communicate well you know um but yeah there's uh there there's they're still going strong guys um but yeah this next track is uh uh oh wait wait was i setting up a next track
3: well, we just we, listen to it. No, we just no listen we, to we, the track. Yeah. Well, there, yes. There's one more track. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. We do
1: have one more track. We do have one oh, more yeah, track. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I do want to talk about this no, one real quick. Yeah, but um, um so <laughs> uh, I misheard a lot of these. Track. I misheard a lot of these lyrics. Um, I think when I first heard it, because I thought first of all it said, uh, "Help me get down. I can't make it. Help me get down." Uh, we saying I can make it. Help me get down though. So, um, he, you know, it's positive. And then when he says, I won't be bothering you father, I thought he was saying, I wouldn't be bothering you bother. <laughs> I was repeating the word bother, which he is no. not. Um, so I think he's maybe talking to, I think this might be like no, a no, I prayer think this is type a very, of song. This
3: is a very spiritual song. I yeah. Think.
1: Yeah. I feel like this song you is know? kind of like literally like a yeah. prayer, uh, you know, cause he's literally he's saying father, right? Um, and I think a way that he's not, you know, different than the song about his dad. Mm -hmm. So, um,
3: yeah, yeah. No, no, this is, this is very much, especially because of the positivity. He's saying, help me get down. Help me. I can do it. Yeah. I just need to get down off my, I just, ah, you know, it was, it was a good ride, but it's time to leave and it's, it's, I'm, I'm going to be a big fish in a big pond now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, um, if I pave my streets with good times, will the mountain keep on giving? Yeah. Which is like, um, that's I mean, karma. Well, I mean, they could be referring to, you know, the, the holy mountain, the kind of like, you know, um, uh, uh, actually, I don't know. I don't See, know. The, the, the way I, the I, way I kind of yeah, look
3: understand. at it, the way I kind of look at it is like every person gets a mountain of karma. When you're born, if if karma exists or whatever yeah. spiritual whatever out there exists, you're kind of everybody's kind of born with it, and it all or depends on how you distribute it throughout your life. How you gonna Are you gonna, yeah, are you gonna yeah. knock down that mountain?
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but it's yeah, just, I think that's, that that's just my opinion. Yeah, 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 and I, I think, but I think this song is like you know him kind of hyping himself up, kind mm-hmm. of trying to yep. trying to yeah, climb that space. mountain. That's how um, that, that
3: that's how you. The the best yeah. way to do it is to climb the mountain and then start chipping away. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Um, okay, guys, I hate to do this, but you, before we get to the last track, do you mind if I take a quick uh, bathroom break? I got, I got, I got to go. I
2: I have something I could talk about. If, talk. You know what? Okay, Jake, talk. go for it, man. No. I'll be right All back. Right. I've never done so. this. I thought th- <laughs> I thought this was a really cool thing. Um, in later years, the album gained a cult following and has been critically lauded as a classic and one of the best rock albums of the 2000s. Despite its two-star rating by Rolling Stone magazine, ah. Ah. Sam's Town was voted the magazine's oh. readers uh, in two- December 2009 as the most underrated oh. album I'm of so, the decade.
3: I'm so glad Brad is not here for that information. <laughs> that's good. But but the most My
2: underrated guess. album of the decade, which I think is pretty cool. Wow,
3: that's that's horrible. That's um, not that's not right at all, but okay. Well, most, oh, wait, underrated, the most so underrated. Oh wait. Yes. No. Yes. Oh, I'm actually So like, they they oh, rated okay. it with 2
2: stars and then most underrated album of the decade. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah
3: that's 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 mm.
2: Yeah, so Bastards. they made up for it, I guess. But um people writing stay. for MTV News, James Montgomery would theorize that the initial backlash to the album caused the band to change direction with their follow-up album Day and Age calling the latter the most un Town album imaginable. <sighs> so that is... Um,
1: that, that's... um
0: <laughs> That's pretty crazy.
1: pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. The dogs have, the dogs have invaded.
3: I was giving them butt scratches, so they were, they were being peaceful when I. Okay. So
2: Brad, we were talking about uh, not that the people want to hear this again, but yeah, uh, yeah. two out of five oh, is what Rolling so Stone sad. rated the album. What? Um, yeah, oh, and then they went later we on to later on uh, the readers in rolling stone magazine or of rolling stone magazine in december 2009 rated it as the most underrated album of the decade
1: wow you know so. you know what actually you know what actually i remember researching this album when it came out because like there were mixed reviews like it was one of those things where like some people thought that it was an amazing like step forward for the band and then there was some people that thought it was like kind of pretentious or something. Uh but Well and it's not yeah. like hot fuss. So. Yeah, it's not like hot fuss. Yeah, right. yeah. And
2: apparently people didn't like that. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you know, I mean hot fuss is uh it's a it's a masterpiece of like, you know, uh kind of that almost like British like rock pop thing. Um, like you know, like Beverly I said, Invitation. imitation, yes. Well, yeah, like they they originally, like I said, were brought together. I mean, we by listen. the love of hey, Oasis. great
3: thing about America. You can listen to stuff, listen to whatever the heck you want, especially if it's on freaking popular radio. Great thing
1: about the internet, you can listen to anything. Yeah, listen to you can listen to cool. to uh, uh, I think there's Iraqi uh, metal now. Um, you can listen <laughs> to that. Um, there's there's stuff going on all over the place. guys. Well, that was that
2: was something that um. My fiance, Kayla and I talked about, she said she, does, Iraq she medal? doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> she, she said, she, uh she said, she's like, I don't know where I would have listened to the killers growing up in Kadat around Eau Claire. Like, yeah, there was not a station that would have had the killers on. Yeah. so It's yeah. like something that, like in a bigger market, we really should appreciate, be, you know, that we and now yeah. there's a whole you can have access to that, but you know, before that's what, the... Like, that's what I think in two thousands there
1: it was kind of like on the way out, like like rock, yeah. you know, it was like I don't know, like I mean, there's still there's like new metal or whatever on JJO and there's you know, but like it's not like what it used to be, you know, no and i think that you know the the killers and a few like groups of that time were like maybe you know some of the last ones to try to do it in that same the uh the same uh, um uh, what's the word tradition as classic rock mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um like there's definitely still bands of note that are you know at the level of you know classic rockers uh like you know king gizzard is like an example of that but um yeah, these guys were also like popular in the pop charts as oh, well. Yeah. Like you can't really do this I don't think you can really do this kind of style and still get to the top I of the charts. I don't think I don't know right many now.
3: people that have not heard Mr. Brightside.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean so. it's apparently that stayed at the top of the charts in the UK for it's a good, for it's a, a good ridiculous song. amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Like that like that's I, I that's what I read is like the UK is like the place where like they have some of the most play um continuously um which awesome. makes sense like the first album is very like you could you could if someone told you they were from london you'd be like you know, oh yeah that makes sense
3: it's really it's really part of the american consciousness unfortunately that like you you learn about other bands or like oh sometimes it's a one-hit wonder here but they had a whole career in canada or they had a whole career in europe yeah i know that's something They toured everywhere yeah yeah they, they made millions of dollars somewhere else. They just had one hit yeah. here, or like, <laughs> you know, like like people like dude, it's just not in our consciousness to think about other nations. Well, that's the way, that's well. Really I mean, sad. that's
1: well. That's the way it used to be. Um, and then you know, with the internet, like you know, uh, when I was in high school, for instance, <laughs> like I started getting into you know anime uh, songs, mm-hmm. which got me into like some random J-pop stuff right. and like. Uh, Kano Yoko, who is like uh, a Japanese jazz uh, kind of uh, centric stuff. So, I mean, you know, I think the advent of the Internet has really, really changed, like, how we consume, uh, uh, you know, uh, culture. Because, like, you know, uh, K-pop has been pretty successful, uh, a lot more successful than J-pop was um, in, like, the U.S. and, like, Western markets, you know. Um, so yeah yeah I think that I think that yeah it, it's the the way it used to be though it's like it was very more segregated, you know, according to where you were from um but yeah, yeah, anyway, you guys want to get into the last track here though oh, we got it's one the more last track track guys and uh yeah, it's a nice uh you know more albums should do this kind of thing, but it's a nice little uh little exit lewd. Really
0: matter, don't you worry it'll all work out.
1: No,
3: it doesn't even matter. Don't you worry that in what it's all about. We hope you enjoy your stay. Put your laughter in the air, everybody. Yeah, right? We yeah, hope you
1: hope yeah. You enjoy. That stay. moment in the, the concert. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good to have you with Please. us. This this day. Yeah, you know, John was mentioning earlier, like, uh, I never thought about it this way, but it is kind of like it's a, a pub song. A, yeah. A pub it's a pub, saloon. small
3: bars. Well, I was thinking
1: saloon because of the hey, Western kind of thing, all, but yeah, it's like, it's a very same
3: concept, different idea. Yeah. I wish all that right? this
1: was like more well known. Cause this would be fun to like, sing this with is a, a good last call drunkenly. song.
3: Like you yeah. got a bunch of people <laughs> ah, and then you kick them all up. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. the last one. Pay your bill, go. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, this could be like the, that song uh closing from time. the Yes. Oh, yes well you know what I mean? I was this could say replace the, the one that
2: times. you guys you guys said uh could be that song from that um Paul McCartney and Wings album oh remember um, that song oh, that you guys were like that could oh be a yeah! song too. yes
1: though the one that said the, 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 the last track
3: yeah yeah
1: that one they they almost sound drunk yeah. in the end there they <laughs> most definitely mm-hmm. do yeah yeah i wouldn't i, understood I wouldn't every word me. they said yeah yeah but uh yeah yeah there's there's certain songs it's like um you know The nature of pub songs or whatever is that they're so old that, like, everyone just knows them and no one knows who made them and blah, blah, blah. But we don't really have that much these days. You know, we don't have these songs that are shared like that in the same way. The closest I've ever experienced was the one time uh, I was in a bar and the Pokemon theme started playing. And everyone in the bar, no matter what their background, started singing along with it. And you know, closest I've ever had. Oh yeah. What's up?
3: I was just gonna say, open the door to let the dog out. No, I it? know they
1: don't want to go out. Apparently, they don't want to well, leave us. He was us. just like, all right, all right. Never yeah, mind. yeah, no, no. We'll, we'll we'll take care of the dogs in a minute. Take the- care of the the, 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 you guys can go... Like They're looking at me. They know I'm going to let him out at some point. They keep on saying out. See? See, I said out, and he put his hand See, up. I figured
3: that meant like, listen, out of the room. Listen, right,
1: like mind. Mulder, I'm going to let you out, but like after we do our plugs and stuff. Is that okay? Is that okay, Mulder? Give me oh, your hand if that's okay. Give me, give me your hand if that's oh, okay. Oh, hey, hey. Okay, you, okay. Anybody else? Well, um, <laughs> hey, cheers, cheers to the end. Cheers yes, I was about end. to say, yeah, let's get to the, uh, the last one. section. Uh, we're going to get to... The uh, plugs slash what are we listening to? And uh, let's uh, let's just start with Jake this time. What are you listening to, Jake?
2: That is a really good question. And what do you got to plug? Um, Well, I do have to plug the radio show as always. Uh, Oh, you covers. have a radio show? Imagine that. Tell me do more. You,
3: do you? What? What do you do on this radio show, Jake?
2: Uh, well, we talk about deaths mostly. Okay,
3: um, all right. a lot of death. Okay. Oh,
2: death. deaths. Deaths uh, some births. If you like what we've heard um, here. One or two births. Huh? Anniversaries. There's sometimes a cover song, which you'd think one there'd be two, more. Uh, one or okay. two, huh? One or two. No, like one. Like <laughs> uh, but usually... There's more than one song, though. Yeah, so. usually we get like, I don't know, thirty songs in a show. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. um the show's available on Spotify now. I've Yeah figured out how to put in them the songs and um do it do a radio show through Spotify. Nice if you have nice. like a full subscription you can listen to the entire song. Otherwise they're like thirty second clips, but there's a playlist on there uh yeah. with everything. Yeah. And um so I teased uh last week on the podcast about like yeah. this like section of it that we're going to do um that uh, me and other people are going to do rotating um Okay, okay. Uh d- depending on the person yeah. because I want people to be like a you know semi um professional on the person or band that we're going to do Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. um uh, with some like research and stuff but um Yeah, we're going to call it uh so when I went went to the club tavern in Middleton, Wisconsin, um, uh, one club? of the one of the the bartenders that's that was there forever was Mikey. Okay. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Dude. Yeah. I mean, you like, know,
3: he Mikey,
2: left the place.
1: Yeah,
2: okay. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah he's got a really man. good, really good job. Yeah. No, about.
3: he's he's doing much better. Oh,
2: okay. Um, but Pretty Mikey fun. would always kid with me, and he'd call my. My show, uh, you know, it's called Under the Covers, and he would call it Between Between the Sheets. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's always uh, like, "How's your show going?" Uh, I was between the sheets,
1: and I'm like, "Ah, uh, oh, it's, like, it's going." Good.
3: That's Mikey, man. That's, yeah, that's motherfucking Mikey.
1: So, uh, yeah, <laughs> as I guess, that's pretty close, honestly.
2: That's so good though. Thematically, but, it's simple. So. So that is what we're gonna use as the title for this podcast exclusive thing. Uh, that's awesome, uh, thing.
3: Oh, that's okay. awesome okay. bro. That's awesome, Jay. Between yeah. the sheets. So cool. Okay. Yeah.
2: So we're gonna be- do between the sheets, and then like uh, the first th- one I think we're gonna do on officially is like Eric Clapton. So. Okay. Okay. Um, nice. Nice. So yeah.
3: Dude, that so you happening. ever want to do crossover stuff, man? I'm yeah. Down. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah.
2: We talked about that last week a little bit. Yeah. No. Cool. And I would. I'd like to have you guys do a particular person as long as you like. <laughs> yeah. You know. You get to pick the person, and then we can just go. So can we
3: do bands, or is it just? Uh, is it just band? Persons? Yeah. Band. Pr- we can people, do bands too. I can pick people. Uh, okay, I can okay. pick people. That's cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So. I'm down.
3: Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man! That's awesome. I'm down. Yeah. Do yeah.
1: Um, uh, speaking of which I'm actually going to be on a, uh, another podcast soon here, Boy. uh, called body count. Um, if you want to learn more about my ancestors that I've referenced uh, loosely on this episode, uh, uh, look up their episode about Erval LeBaron, um, body count Erval LeBaron. It's like a three part series and you can learn all about the weird stuff that my crazy relatives did in uh, the Mormon church. That's pretty um, cool. And uh, I'm going to be on an episode about, uh, uh, I think it's going to be about uh, dead musicians, because every episode's about different, um, you know, either killings or, uh, uh, you know, people that have died in different ways. You know, it, you, you you love it, Jake. It's it's all about, it's all about you know, dead <laughs> dead artists and dead people in general. Oh, i have to check <laughs> <Sorry>. it out. <laughs> 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 I, don't check mean it, to, I don't mean to tar you with this brush, Jake. But, um, no, so, um, I'm already tired. That's <laughs> it's a, you know, it's, it's yeah. a set of knowledge you have, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I'm going to be on there, um, to talk about different, um, you know, uh, dead musicians and, uh, I believe, uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about Marvin Gaye on that one. So awesome. um, that's, that's what I'm bringing to the table. I'm going to do some research on that. And, uh, yeah, check out Body Count and check out some of those, those episodes, to get familiar and, uh, yeah, I'll be on that soon. And, um, then I'll just go right into my other plugs, uh, uh, friggin' the Patreon, patreon.com slash flyoverstatepark. If you're listening to this right now and you're enjoying it a lot, uh, you know, go on over to my Patreon. We have, uh, about seven episodes, uh, out right now of the, uh, Album Concept Hour Side B and a couple of those even have video. Uh, so um, I don't know. Maybe by now you will have seen maybe there's video for this very podcast. I don't know. I don't know how much I've accomplished between now and when this is posted.
3: Man, we're but so ahead now. It's we're, all, we're, it's we're, all you know, crazy. It's all, but, whoa, but, you know, I time got, warp.
1: Whoa! We're, we're in the middle of a time warp. We're in the time-space continuum. I don't know what time it is. But, um, yeah, there's more and more stuff happening in the Patreon. And uh, I just want you guys uh, to to see what's going on. Uh, give me a little yeah. support. Uh, and if you don't want to join the Patreon, if you just want to, you know, give me a one time support, you can always go to the uh, uh, Ko-fi, which is uh, ko ficom audio with that extra O in there. You know what I mean? That's um, that. I, I haven't changed that one over to Flyover State Park yet. It's just it's it's just still Revolver Audio. I know. But um yeah and as far as what I'm listening to you know it's that Desert Island playlist um we did get another person over the last uh, the we last did. week so um, yeah uh, I just need about uh, almost 20 more and I can I can move on from the Desert Island playlist and listen to some other stuff you know uh, I think
2: if I just stock some people down I could probably get them to do it good should ah, I Jake ah. do it do it <laughs> Jake <laughs> Post the Discord everywhere. All right. All right. <laughs> I, should, I should, but uh, other yes. people should do it too.
1: Yeah, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, there's, uh, there's, uh, yeah, there's a lot of great stuff on it. Um, we just added some stuff from a previous ho- uh, a guest. Daughter of Lilith is finally on the server. She gave us some really great stuff. Um, so uh, yeah, check out the link in the description. There will be the playlist for Spotify on there. There's also a playlist for YouTube. So, um, yeah, yeah, check that out. And uh, what about you, John? What have you been listening to
3: lately? Oh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Tom Petty, as always. Oh, okay. I love that Tom man. Tom Petty, okay. And it's just, it's just, just I don't so think many I knew bangers. That. So many bangers. Okay. Um, uh, I was, and I've been uh, listening to a lot of Meat Loaf. Oh, I'm yes. I'm to break that one down. We I have Meatloaf wanna, coming up. I just want to do that with you tonight. Yes. Kind of and, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Break yeah. down some tracks with you before I leave. Dude, we should do some mellow sometime. To do. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 tonight. Oh, I I, 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 I could do I, a few. Tonight. Yeah. Just, just yeah, a couple yeah. tracks. We'll Okay, we, okay. We'll okay. start we'll start we that out. We, we can talk. We can talk. All right, cool. Anyways, um yeah, uh, uh otherwise listen to uh, Talking Highly by my my yes, friend yes, his uh, his friend um, talk,
1: uh, Talking Highly.
3: And uh, uh my my friend Jake Foster down there, our fellow cast member, here listen to his show as well. Yes. Oh, good. Uh, Ooh, the Snake, snake nice. on the yes. And listen to all of our Thanks stuff. Thanks, John. Yeah, yeah. Side B, everybody. Come yeah, on. Yeah,
1: yeah. We got a lot of, a lot of stuff going it. on, guys. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And uh right. and we want to keep doing it. So yeah.
3: we're going to keep doing it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah.
1: But uh yeah, anyway, this has been a great, great, uh this fun fun time. Like, I, I love this album. I I was I had a great time listening to it with you guys. Uh But yeah, thank you all for joining us. Uh, We will be back uh, next week for, uh, uh, hopefully, next week you will be hearing from one of the uh, members of Inspector 34. We are getting them on uh, one by one on their own individual episodes. Uh, I know you guys love the Inspector 34 episode. So, uh, yeah, we're getting them all back uh, with their um, own uh, projects. And uh, if everything goes as planned, we will have... A uh, they might be giants episode next week, so sounds cool. Uh, uh, tune in, and you'll find out what album that is. I'm I'm not even gonna tell you what album it is. You gotta guess. So uh, yeah, that has been it for the album concept hour. Thank you for joining us, and uh, uh, join us next week. Uh, uh, go rate us on iTunes. Uh, I never say that, but uh, I guess that's supposed to make a difference. Rate us on iTunes or some shit. Rate us and on all. Apple. IPod, rate us on whatever Apple you're listening podcast. to us on. Apparently that makes a difference.
2: I've heard. if you heard a few, a like write a review and then you unsubscribe and then resubscribe subscribe and then okay. write another okay. review. That's like uh, a good thing. yes,
1: yes. Okay. If you're willing to do that, you know, I mean, I'd be eternally grateful, and uh, 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 you know, it it just you know it means mean a lot. So, um, thank you so much. Uh, we will see you next. Thanks for listening. The album concept hour is Brad LeBaron, Dave Gallagher, John Aker, and Jake Foster. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the theme music. Please like us on Facebook or friend us on Twitter or MySpace and let us know what concept album you would like to hear on the podcast. See you on side B. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.